everybody, and welcome to another episode of Build a Brand, the show where we pitch ideas, business solutions, uh, products, services, etc., etc., for the most common pop culture, mythological, etc., etc., whatever the fuck we think of. Already Building brands, building fans, building business together hand in hand. As always, I'm Corey. I am joined with, as always, Eric. Hi, I'm Eric. And as newlies, uh, it is Chris again, the adjudicator. Ahoy, hi. <laughs> we're we're going to need that again with, like, more gravitas. <laughs> ahoy, hoy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, somebody gripped it and ripped it. All right. <laughs> Look, business takes courage. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm going to stick with that. Business takes courage. That so, kind of drinky drink. Hey, sometimes business <laughs> is done in boardrooms. Sometimes business is done in garages. That's all I had. You can't, you can't use a listing voice and say two things. <laughs> you can't. I can, Roll and I drink. will, until I learn the error of my ways. Okay, I'm going to pitch my thing now. <laughs> Fuck that, then. Just keep moving forward. Excellent. Right. So, who's better, who better to deal with unwanted and excessive hair than a werewolf trained in hair removal? I'm pitching the Werewolf Body Grooming and Barbershop. Okay, all right. I've taken a bit of a different tack this week. So my pitch is experts in the cutting edge of software development. The scientists at Cyberdyne want to develop a learning a machine learning system for discovering and creating the perfect brand imaging for you and your company at a fraction of the cost and a fraction of the time. Which with machine, damn it, Ooh. with machine. Wow, I'm struggling on this one <laughs> with machine precision. Unlike that tail end of the pitch, which was done with human precision. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually not a bad point. Yeah, mm-hmm. points out how fallible people are. Mm-hmm. Not like those robots you can trust. All right, uh, Mr. Adjudicator, sir, who would you like to hear from first? I'm going to go with the wild card here. I'm going to say Corey's feels fairly solid. Uh, that Machine learning from Cyberdyne, I'm genuinely curious to see how this doesn't turn into the Terminator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead it sounds so funny. well Chris let this be my judgment day alright so <laughs> what we're <laughs> what we're bringing to the table to you today is not a product that is fully dev- developed yet the funding we need from you is in order to fund the necessary research and development to create a, a machine learning marketing artificial intelligence that will in no way harm humans. It is very, very pro-human, I, I assure you. We at Skynet understand... <laughs> sorry, we at Cyberdyne mm. understand... <laughs> <laughs> we at Cyberdyne understand the need to rebrand and to package yourself in a way that makes people feel more comfortable with you. If anyone understands that, it's us. Our long and overlapping history of artificial learning makes us experts in this field and the ones most likely to pull it off without any enormous consequences in the future. Now, (laughs) Uh (laughs) what we're proposing is essentially the development of an AI that can help you develop your perfect brand. 
and it'll do it in a fraction of the time using all the available market research. You feed in the data and it will give you the exact same thing that will appeal to your new demographic or to help you reach a wider audience in a fraction of the time and with miles more precision than a team of marketing experts would. Come with us if you want to see the future of marketing. Hmm. Our demographic is upcoming and established corporate entities who are looking to rebrand themselves to appeal to a newer, wider, wider, oh, No, 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 you said it. (laughs) (laughs) A newer, wider audience. Uh, uh, It's a machine learning system devoted to market research and creating brand identities. And like I said, Cyberdyne, we're the experts in the field of artificial intelligence, and we have learned an awful lot along the way, I promise. This is why I'd like to have you look into the future then look back into the past and then look forward into the future again and do that a couple (laughs) more times. And then when you finally get to the future point, that's perfect for you. Cyberdyne systems presents SmileNet. SmileNet. We've, we're working on some other names. We've got SlyNet or AirMesh. AirMesh. Look, part (laughs) of the development process is coming up with a better name. (laughs) This is what you need your own investment for. So that they This can is come. part of the investment, but it's mostly research and development. We're wow. hoping that SmileNet will brand itself with something better than SmileNet when it is fully <laughs> ready to go. First act. So it'll do its own machine learning, find out what a better name for itself would be than rename itself. Exactly. And we can't see any dark fate that would, would come from... Uh, <laughs> I am seeing a lot of uh, movie titles that are making it into this, which weren't known for being good for humanity. No, no, especially <laughs> especially in relation to AI. That's okay. That's ridiculous. That is exactly coming up. <laughs> this this is exactly the sort of thing that we're trying to get away from. Uh, terminating these bad ideas and uh, <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> These bad brand images in your large corporate entities, even in your new and upcoming businesses. We'll help everything, everyone from celebrities to giant conglomerates. And uh, with the push of a button, have the perfect identity for them. So what we're, we need your funding for is investment to go towards the research and development of this system. When, and when it succeeds, you will make an absolute fortune. The growth return will be absolutely exponential. I um we I just have one one small thing to say. This isn't a question. This is more uh a, a bit meta. When you mentioned Cyberdyne earlier, like first off, I was immediately just that rings a bell in a negative way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I searched it in Google and guess what the first thing that popped up was? Was it the movie Terminator? Was it anything to do with Skynet or Terminators in general? No. There is a Japanese AI and robotics company yes. called Cyberdyne, which made me oh, yes. <laughs> like my first thought, oh, Eric's done actual research. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't them specifically, but they were on my radar. So obviously we will have to crush the competition um, using careful corporate meat like tactics. Me, me, hostile takeover. Using and, terminators? Uh, no, no, that is the, that is the sort of thing we're Literally trying to get away from. The competition, because I can get behind that. We would rather package ourselves as their company's salvation. Mm-hmm. 
how how so hmm. so is this something that essentially let's say i was a business let's say i had a werewolf body grooming and barbershop idea and let's say i needed a name for it <laughs> would i purchase this from you or would i purchase this service from you you would mm. purchase the service from us okay just now we we want to make sure that smilenet does not get into the wrong hands because artificial intelligence is a powerful tool for good yeah. for very good things that do not involve the destruction of humanity in any way, but it's also a powerful tool for the destruction of humanity in every way, which <laughs> is exactly why we can't have this get into the wrong hands. Yeah. Now, I, I have to assure you, MileNet is not a military program by any means. It's absolutely focused on just branding and human-to-human uh, -human connection or business-to-human connection. Or corporate entity to human connection. Yeah, you said human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're people. And Chris... I'm starting to wonder if he happens to be a Terminator. He might, be, he might not be people, you're right. Now, come on. <laughs> you, you all know that this is Eric, representing Skynet, representing Cyberdyne. <laughs> Fan of barbecues. <laughs> yeah, big fan of all those human things that humans like. <laughs> I do like meat and beer, coffee, like shard, cow flesh. I enjoy these things. <laughs> Bitcoin. Uh, no, that's the wrong one. No, <laughs> too close, too close. Coins and bills. Regular coins. These yeah. are quotes from Eric. In case it's not clear. Oh, I don't worry. I got that. Right. <laughs> What's troubling is that this could be actual quotes from me. <laughs> um, now, I know what you're. One of the questions that you're going to ask here, Chris, is how much do we need from you? Yes. Well, five hundred thousand dollars will help set us up with the the tech, the the wages for the scientists, and uh, all the facilities we need to see this through to the end. Now. Mm. Like our, our predecessors, Cyberdyne Industries, we don't actually need to build anything. We have no need to build or access military software of any kind. Here at Cyberdyne Marketing Incorporated, we're willing to offer you a majority stake for your, your investment of $500,000 uh, to see this through to the end, and we expect it to be completed as early as 2022. You said majority stake. You want to give me. Over 50%. Yep. We want to make sure that if you're interested in this project, you care about this project, you want a hand on the wheel of this project. It's playing hardball. The ball's hard, Corey. Ball's very hard. Don't say that. <laughs> it, now, the ball the, is my, hard, my smooth, and metallic. There. There, there's a lot of risk involved in this so far. Um, how can I be sure that if you're offering me a full controlling interest in the company, that's allowing me to choose where it goes, that this isn't, uh, should everything go, you know, terminated to judgment day on us, that I won't be uh, seen as the leader of the company and thus responsible for all the heat death of the universe? <laughs> that's an excellent question. Because <laughs> it does now, sound like you could be a, a robot avoiding this by pinning it on an outside entity. Chris, old, <laughs> old human friend. That is that is absolutely no, not what's going to happen here. Now, the reason we are willing to give you controlling shares in this company is that we know 
that we can still make a fortune on this with 49%. This is going to be big. This is going to be huge. And if and we want to know that you're invested, not just with your money, but with your heart and soul into making a machine system that can connect with every human on earth one way or another. And yeah. which is why we want to, we want you to be at the helm. We want your trust. We want your money. investment, your trust, <laughs> your money. And if you're at any, we want you to know that if you're at all worried that this is going in the wrong direction, that you have the control, you can steer this ship as you feel the need to steer this ship. Okay. Can I, can I just interject with a quick summary of what it sounds like your business is to me? <laughs> I look forward to yep. it. So it's, it's a name generator. <laughs> Corey, it is not that crude. Okay, good. Oh, it is a brand. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> sorry, this, the long this system. <laughs> yes, sorry, go on. <clears throat> Think of this system. If you if you consider a corporation a person, uh-huh. this system will be the genesis of their identity. Uh. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, <laughs> sorry. this is going to give the corporation the exact tone, the exact feel. It won't necessarily name. It might not have anything to do with the name of the corporation, but it will so give you... this isn't going to be a rise of machines, then, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> no! No, okay, this okay. will be an, a warm embrace of the machines. Oh, for a salvation, might even say. <laughs> I would say that, yeah. We understand that the landscape changes, that people will want to come back and change their identity over time. Rebrand, if you will. Rebrand. Mm. People have different... uh, Corporations change over time. People's interests and cultures change over time. And we want to make... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so we will be there every step of the way. We will have return customers. You need not worry about that. It is as perfect as the system will be. The world still changes around it. And one way or another, they'll be back. Mm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I knew I like, it was leading somewhere. I like I that one a lot. <laughs> see that one coming. God damn it. <laughs> so, um, that's, yeah, that's my my pitch. This, this machine... This machine is going to create a full brand identity, a full set of colors that the company can use, the appropriate language that uh, the company will be putting out into the world in press releases. The It will have um, an influence on tone, imaging used, everything, appearance. Everything. Everything. It will touch every part of the company's identity and mold it into what it needs to be Am I understanding for what the future is. to do press releases as well? Like this is... Is it planning so far ahead it's able to come up with this, or is it an ongoing thing that it offers? It's an ongoing thing that it offers. Now, our, our software okay. won't be there holding your hand every step of the way, but it will give you the tools to do everything that you need to do. And can I ask how precisely we get money from them then? 
Are we well, on a subscription service? Are they paying like a hefty upfront fee and then just we're funding them ongoing? Um, I would think it would depend package to package. Um, if they want Multiple simply, okay. yeah, if they want a simple, this will be a fully custom offering. The machine will be able to generate everything in an instant, but we will keep everything it generates locked behind a paywall based on the company's needs. Okay. That you keep, behind our, that you keep referring oh. to it as a machine. It, I don't ever picture a, a program or a computer or anything. I picture it like a box with a crank on the side. <laughs> and I know, I know that's not what you're pitching, but you make yeah. it sound like an organ grinder. Yeah, just put in the like, put in a sheet of paper with all the facts on the top, crank it on the side, and then like out from the other end will come uh, the, the the recommendations. Behold the crank box. <laughs> it plays this is the magic roundabout music while it's doing. Okay. <laughs> So if I'm understanding correctly so far, uh, giving me over 50%, you're evaluating your company to still be worth at around $1 million, am I right in saying? I'm going to level with you, Chris. I know the budget that we need to get this project made. The price, the value, you can't put a value on what this company is going to be worth once MileNet takes off. Can I ask where uh, uh, Cyberdyne Industries are currently, given the the huge Terminator debacle that's bound to take us in the next 20 years, since everything okay. is happening in the future? Now, I want to insist we're not connected in any way with Cyberdyne Industries. Okay. We were, at one point, a the marketing branch, uh, Cyberdyne Marketing, Cyberdyne. but we have since distanced ourselves, separated from the company. The Cyberdyne Industries collapsed in a series of, I would say, unfortunate events. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we have remained true to the cause of being out there to help people. Help people become better people. Help corporations become better corporations. Uh, Again, you said people. <laughs> I like that. The jokes come up twice and both times it ends with everyone. <laughs> so understanding that uh, you're no way literally connected with uh, with Cyberdyne Industries, uh how do we plan to deal with, as I said, the inevitable terminators coming back from the future to kill us off for having such a successful uh machine? Well, it's going to happen. We've accepted that much. Okay. And that will be a PR nightmare, which this thing will have to be good enough to defeat. And if it is as good as it thinks it is, they'll it want will to kill be it able sooner. To it. Now, Chris, that's a dark fate that we are not looking forward to any more than you. you. But if you're going to be at the helm of this, I can assure you there will be no safer place for you to be than inside the, the bunkers and the laboratories of Cyberdyne <laughs> Marketing. Um, which I thought we were be... not connected with Cyberdyne Marketing anymore. Oh, Cyberdyne no, we're not, not connected with Cyberdyne Industries. Oh, okay. My fault. We're Cyberdyne Marketing. Totally different entity. Totally different entity. Just sharing uh, the name of a company known for destroying the world. Um, but we mm-hmm. know the ins and outs of their systems better than anybody else does. Okay. 
So can we if, use our knowledge of the future to our advantage? That also sounds like a potential for sabotage. That is a ooh. I had not thought about that. It's kind of shady if, business. If we need to join the resistance and <laughs> sabotage our our former dark selves, then we will. Ah, so there isn't always an escape strategy. I'm liking that. Yeah. So no need for royalties. What kind of return on investment am I likely to get if I'm putting in 500,000 of my own money? Well, (laughs) I don't have an exact number for you, Chris, because you are going to be getting a portion of the profits generated by Cyberdyne. Okay. Well, I'll have a controlling interest so I can do whatever I like, really. Yeah, and uh, the more money we make, the more money you make. So the growth on this, once it takes off, is going to be absolutely exponential. It will be a nuclear bomb of growth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, common phrase. <laughs> so, Chris, will you come to our aid? Will you be our salvation? I think he needs uh-huh. to think on that. Yeah, I'll right. some time on this. Yeah, possibly hear what the other person pitching might have to say. <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. I mean, it's not like the schedule thing is right in front of you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. It's, it's not like that's the whole format of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to wedge your way in and get the money and run. Uh, but seriously, though, uh, if you are done, uh, might I? That's what I have. It's You're up next, Corey. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. So, as I mentioned... This is the, a, I don't have a good name for it yet, so I just kind of describe what it is. It is a werewolf body grooming and barbershop business. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it is obviously a barbershop and hair removal and grooming boutique that is staffed predominantly, if not entirely, by werewolves. Specifically, because when people think werewolves, they tend to think of more the American werewolf in London or dog soldiers type, more wolf than man. Just a, I'm thinking more the Lon Chaney wolf man. So essentially just a hairy guy with some bad teeth. And <laughs> it would be for uh, hairy people of all genders and I guess species now, but ultimately it comes down to the fact that hair does not discriminate. And uh, <laughs> as a, uh, yeah, it would obviously it'd have a barbershop features and waxing and I don't know. Let's throw in a tanning bed. Why not? If we have the space and if uh-huh. we are successful enough. So I uh, feel like this could be for, for business space. I feel like we could just convert any salon or something that's already been a barbershop and uh-huh. just all that would be needed to add. All that would be needed to be added. Sorry would be a maybe a small changing room. No, definitely a small changing room and then somewhere for the for the I'm going to call it body work to be done. I've never I've never been So, so. do we offer full body shaving? Uh yeah, full body yeah. styling, should we say, for these werewolves? Yes, yes. For, okay. for not just werewolves, there are some people like let let's say werewolves and hairymen. Yeah, yeah, like Let's say there's, I'm not going to name names, but maybe someone's neck hair grows quite quickly and it's hell bent on joining his back hair to create a full body mullet. Not a werewolf, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the body hair is often an embarrassing subject for people. Not a lot of people will look at the strange, just bush growing out of the side of their torso and be thinking like, this is, this is good. This is fine. <laughs> So who better to do this than werewolves? That's that's where my thinking is, because werewolves have hair everywhere. So if a person feels self-conscious, they could just be 
they could just remind themselves that, uh, well, you know, I've, I've got it bad, but this guy's or girl, this person, mm-hmm. let's say this person, non-binaries too, that this person. Oh, where people, yeah. Where people, this where person has got a little bit worse than me and they seem to be doing okay. So maybe, uh, maybe they know what they're doing. Hmm. Uh, we could probably get this running uh, really quite quickly because, as I said, we already have uh, probably quite, with the economy as it is these days, probably a lot of open space. So I feel like that could be that could happen like lickety split. The toughest part would be finding, hiring, and training the barbers slash wear people. And uh, mm. we'd, um, to be honest, there would be the small hiccup of. Um, Likely not be able to be open too late or a few days of the month. But uh, if that becomes a point of contention, we are probably able to tame or make a deal with some of these people slash monsters. <laughs> are we expecting them to be in their usual human forms when they're performing the uh I feel the, like the at, the, at the very least we start with that. We have each... Uh, okay. Each trained professional. I was wondering how do we prove to people then that uh, that they're werewolves? And each they're not. trained professional would start. Sorry, would start. <laughs> <laughs> They'd start by uh, showing them a small video on an iPad or something like that of them transforming, and uh, that would be proof enough. Or ultimately, if it becomes too difficult to find uh, these. These uh, uh, mythical beasts, we could just hire hairy people and lie. And uh, uh, I do like lying. That is that <laughs> it. <laughs> that way, we just we Let's stick. Stop it. It's like, oh no, we need to close at seven. The 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 sun goes down, and then the moon comes up, and it's a full moon. We got to be closed. You can't be around here. So That's we true. we would but have. Are re- we missing out on a possible target audience? Like, who is going to be hairier? Than a werewolf in mid transformation. That that is that is true. Um, I'd say once we hire these people, we could also mm-hmm. talk to them about what their needs would be. This is all obviously we. <laughs> this, this business is also <laughs> a linchpin. I I didn't since I didn't really specify one way or the other as to reality. Uh, I okay. feel like a linchpin would be first off: Do they exist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that under my risks and challenges uh, <laughs> off section. Do <laughs> werewolves exist? And you know what? You're right to do it. <laughs> so, uh, it seems like a hefty thing to invest in. We're not sure if they even are present in our reality. See, now, Corey. Yes. <laughs> I, I hear you saying we can open this fairly soon because there will be, re- there will be retail space available. And oh, yeah. I get that. I understand that. I get where you're coming from. I do feel like... There is a a portion of that that will require tracking down a bunch of werewolves <laughs> that you have to fit into the timeline of the business. He makes a good point. Uh, uh, how much of our um, investment is spent on producing a barbershop and how much is spent on acquiring werewolves? Well, I, I do think that for this to be to be to take Actually, off, if probably. I may, let me just <laughs> dial that back a second. Uh, so this would be instead of acquiring werewolves. This would be proving the existence of werewolves, and then uh, acquiring them, sir. Okay. <laughs> so should we uh, prove that they do in fact exist? We're, we're then going to capture them, train them, and uh, bring them into our barbershop. All of which I like the sound of so far. Mm-hmm. But I, my, one of my major concerns that's coming up is it does sound like you're actually a 
cryptozoologist investigator using this barbershop as a front so that you can get someone to invest in your werewolf hunting business. Look, I don't have my diploma yet, so currently <laughs> I am just a cryptozoology enthusiast. But ah. <laughs> I feel like this might put me on the fast track. And that is not my goal. That is just a happy, <laughs> that is a happy little subplot of uh, this whole business. See, it's usually known as a conflict of interest, but I'll, I'll take half a little subplot. <laughs> I don't. I don't see how it's a conflict of interest because I would. St- I would be hiring people. I would be giving them jobs, and I know you keep on harping on the oh, the monsters of the night tearing out the throats of the innocent, and I'm just like, but dude, they're. I'd be too. honest. I hadn't reached the, the the tearing out the throats of the innocent. We we're still stuck on the do they exist part. Twenty nine days yeah. of the year of the month. <laughs> Pardon me. Twenty nine days of the month. They are just. They're just your average Harry Joe. Or, or Jill. Fair. Or a third option. I don't know what a gender-neutral J name is off the top of my head. I guess Joe. But <laughs> Jerry? Yeah, yeah. Joe's good. Yeah, J. Ah, huh? huh? uh, J. Jamba. Now, to, uh, Jamba. Yeah, Jamba. Jamba juice. <laughs> now, I, I, I would obviously start small because this is, it's, it's risky and we don't want to just immediately be just like, guess who the new chain business in town is. This would be starting with a single boutique in a major metropolitan area because, you know, you want it to get, you want it to get hip. Uh, so I feel like real estate would be a little bit pricey, but again, um, given this city's current, <laughs> current state, I feel like those prices are going to be going nowhere but down. I, hmm. Uh, one question that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Are you implying that this uh, would be happening during the COVID crisis? And that's part of our considerations? I like to think this show exists in a time that doesn't exist. It, yeah. you just meant, <laughs> you'd specified uh, due to our city's Look, available not, retail market. Let's not dance <laughs> around what, who, who said what. <laughs> who said what doesn't right. matter right now. <laughs> Chris, uh, what's important is that... The, I think we can find a compromise here, everybody. Hmm. This exists outside of the coronavirus. This this uh, exists in one of the, one of the many better timelines, or you know, just yeah, we're we're in a different timeline, but there's another disaster that is not that that is driving down prices. And I will say okay. there are new businesses being opened. I keep on getting uh, uh, advertised on Instagram about a business coming to the city very soon, and I don't understand why. But <laughs> if they can do it, why? Well. Yeah, if they can do it, why they not? Don't have... Why not me? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I raised an excellent first... argument. <laughs> you rest <Now>. your case. <laughs> okay, I, I this is going to drive me absolutely bananas if we don't pin down the name of this. What do you have any pitches for possible names for the barbershop? Harry's or Harry's <laughs> is good. <laughs> I, th- I think you like it. I think somebody else doesn't. <laughs> I wasn't opposed. That that's, was more of a, hmm. Oh, okay. That sounded the, like an angry full, grumble. <laughs> what about the, the Almost, Full Moon yeah. Salon? That's not bad. That's not bad. Combine them, Harry's Full Moon Salon. I like that. And I think what's a little bit upsetting to me about the Full Moon Salon is I was trying to write Moon with Saloon and then realized Saloon has nothing to do with this. Yeah. You, <laughs> made, you, you made a good choice. We cut hair here. <laughs> Come on in, sit at our bar, get a haircut. No, no drinks. <laughs> what do you think this is? A bar? No, it's you've got a, you've got a bus boy coming around and cleaning up all the hair clippings. <laughs> so, uh, how much do you, uh, since 
with your competitors here. We're working on a um, previously established, albeit with a, a tarnished reputation, a much especially with its tone. connection to its sister company. Mm-hmm. Your company is starting from scratch. No proof of revenue yet. What's your evaluation, given that we have no revenue at present? Evaluation? Of how much money do you think your company's worth? How much would you be asking for an investment from me for? Well, I, I, I think about three hundred grand would be able to get this going because that would cover the 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 uh, real estate. That would cover uh, at least a portion of the hunt, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> then training. I think we could probably just pay the people minimum, a little bit. No, not minimum wage. Um, a little bit over minimum wage, and once they start working, continue with that, and then they keep their tips because we're not monsters. Unlike them, you're right. Not not a fan of the uh, bigotry and xenophobia in this, but <laughs> this I was simply establishing that they are literally a monster. Not that that's a bad thing. Oh. You're the one that's attaching your own stigma to this monster situation. Oh, that's a that's a loaded. I come word. from a long line of monsters. I will not have you disparaging their name. Mm. Expert turnaround, Chris. <laughs> Expert turnaround. <laughs> I feel. Like... How much would you? What kind of interest would I be getting in the company? What percentage? Hmm. How much would you be willing to give up to me? Uh, I'd say uh, 30%. 30% is reasonable. Mm. It's mm. not a controlling interest, but mm-hmm. you know what? That also implies that you're going to willing to push the boat on that. Mm-hmm. Figuring out what we're doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And given the non-specific crisis that is existing in this universe... Uh, what? How likely <laughs> nothing, to get continuous nothing people? Nothing to do with an all-out human apocalypse by nuclear robots. <laughs> nothing to do with that at all. It is something entirely different. That's well, an unrelated what, problem. What was the question? Uh, how likely we? <laughs> I say, given the, as I said, the non-specific, unspecified crisis. Yes. What? Uh, what kind of uh, patronage are we expecting? Like this could be. Like how busy could it be? Given that people are probably still reeling, which is also why the uh, the market has crashed to some degree. I think uh, uh, with competitive prices and uh, the right location, I think that we could probably get. And, and also, there's just the the excitement factor, that little little uh, bit of X, that pop, that because it's just like I got my hair cut by a wear beast of the type, and uh, then people, yeah, there's there's a little bit of the a strong appeal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could buy T-shirts and say, uh, "My hair got cut by a werebeast." <laughs> I feel like we're bouncing the bigotry ball around the whole. <laughs> <of the line. laughs> yeah, they're not from being offended by being bigotry to uh, <laughs> immediately like capitalizing on it. I am also in favor of this because it means potentially more money for me. <laughs> There's a lot of got to play the sides. You have to tra- that that is kind of you're you're burning the werewolf candle at both ends. <laughs> <laughs> Solid point. Uh, uh, yeah, unless okay. you have any other questions, I think. Uh, uh, I think that about it. Okay, okay. How likely uh, when an inevitable incident happens where you know a customer gets attacked by a worker? How are we going to avoid the the lawsuits there, or uh, could we like hire only uh, independent contractors and no one actually technically works for us? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm glad it was that simple. Yeah. It, it works for it works for other corporations and businesses. Why not me? 
<laughs> I like the sniff of indignance in the end there too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just sum up the the pieces I like of both, and then I'll bring up some of the the concerns I have, and see if either you can either allay my fears or stoke them to the point of being terrified of going with competition. Okay. Starting with Eric's idea. Genuinely like the idea of machine learning. It's been proved to work. Again, Terminators from the future, although they haven't taken us down yet. Their persistence shows the dedication these machines can have to achieving their goals. Also, the continued revenue stream through a subscription service does save us from having to do a great deal of you know, continuous marketing uh, once we get their fingers into these people. We're not likely to let go anytime soon. Neither will the kill bots. That is something I'll get to in a minute when we get into the uh, potential problems of this. Uh, I do like the evaluation of being worth roughly a million dollars, though. It does concern me, given the, as I said, inevitable downturn of uh, Cyberdyne due to the killbots. Um, and getting into the 51% wouldn't mean I be a controlling interest in the company, but that he's willing to give it up without a fight does make me think I might be a scapegoat. Uh, however, we'll come back to that in a second. On the positive side for Corey's idea, the well of body shaving and barbershop. Now, we do have a constant target audience of extraordinarily hairy people or people who just want to be shaved by you know, your bog-standard monsters. Not necessarily a bad thing either way. We've taken the liberty of avoiding being open on certain days to avoid the potential of incidents where sure everyone is technically a independent contractor which i also appreciate though as i said before may have incidents to deal with when someone eventually gets attacked problems coming up there i will say Mm -hmm. there is always the option of if we can't discover by the time we have uh, by a date that we set we can just hire hairy people and lie also a good point. I'm in mm. favor of the lying. Moving to the potentially damaging parts. So I still don't think, as far as the uh, Cyberdyne marketing department has come along, how have we established that we're going to distance ourselves from the Cyberdyne, what is it, Cyberdyne Engenetic, uh, Engineering? Dynamics? Cyberdyne Industries. Industries. No affiliates. How are we distancing ourselves from them sufficiently that people don't think that we're the constantly attacking Terminators that are slowly... Well, now, Chris, as you well know, the timeline is really complicated right now. And frankly, I think your common consumer isn't quite sure what Cyberdyne Industries is anymore. That is a good point. It is a very confusing industry. So a new new player on the market, someone who's engaging not just with... uh, like large military organizations, but engaging with the common person on a a one-to-one marketing uh, campaign where we get into people's lives and we, we let them know we're here to help Mm. you, the little guy, but by the little guy, we do mean corporations, but that's kind of what they, we do anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So we're looking to get into their homes, get into their lives, try and take over as much as we can. Yeah. Like Google. Excellent. Okay. I enjoy that. And we can we can control everything they see in here, then they'll have no reason to think anything else. Exactly. And again, with all the murky things that have happened with the timeline, who even knows what or if Cyberdyne exists or has done anything wrong? So as long as we march forward 
in a steady, unending pace. Orwellian legions pace. of and legions of goodwill. <laughs> Skull faced silver goodwill. <laughs> Skull faced silver goodwill. <laughs> we march forward with that, and we get into people's houses, and we get into people's hearts. And uh, we let them know that Cyberdyne Marketing is there to help them. We're a marketing okay. organization. We're just, it's all about the spin. Yes. And it, it, with, as you've described, machine learning, this thing should be able to pick that up nice and quickly. Okay. Uh, on to Corey's questions. How do I know for sure that this isn't a scam and you are, in fact, a cryptozoologist looking to get funding for your uh, proof of wealth existence. I think a lot of people consider themselves to be cryptozoologists. Like most people are aware of Sasquatch and get excited about Nessie, right? Yeah. So I don't think you can prove one way or the other what I am other than just accepting. Like I came out clean saying that I have not completed my diploma yet. That's true. I am working on it and I'm being upfront about that as well. Oh, that's a solid point. He has disclosed everything. Well, and... I've talked to you I at mean, length about my hatred of Nessie. <laughs> That's also a fair point. <laughs> Serving up the your, Nessie hot takes. <laughs> your blatant willingness to lie about whether or not we have werewolves before we've even proved they exist, just to convince people that they're... Well, it's not like any of the potential consumers are ever going to hear us talking about it. That's true. Keep Thank goodness quiet. for that. Can you imagine if our, our potential consumers listen to this podcast? Oh boy. That would be a terrible idea for a <laughs> for a marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. I think I've made my assessment. Oh, I'm it's sweating. A, it's a genuinely tough one this time. That's why it's taken so long to come up with any <laughs> concrete decision. Do uh do Corey and I get to pitch you any fastballs for for like quick zingers to build ourselves up and tear down the opponent or Ooh. are you just I'm fully on board for that. If you want to, to to shoot each other down for a bit, I'd be happy to support this. If that's right, what I'm here, hearing is offered. Here's, here's what I got. You go with me, high risk. I admit, high risk, but high reward. Mm-hmm. You go with Corey, high risk, low reward. Mm. How much does a barbershop really pull in? Uh, that's a good point. There is, I will say... There is high risk with his. There's also a high in, uh, initial investment and also um, apocalypse. <laughs> Whereas mine is, you know, it's a, it's a smaller investment. It's a, uh, it's, there's no scapegoating. There's no potential doom True, for the human we race. We never did discuss the potential for a werewolf apocalypse. Yeah. It's not likely from one barber shop, from one barber shop, <laughs> from one barber <laughs> <laughs> Look, my brain's falling apart. I need an answer. <laughs> Sounds like you might be transforming into a whale himself. I've got one one rebuttal against the the apocalypse, and that is Harumph. There's, there's nobody around to sue you after the apocalypse. That's a good point. Think of the money I could make of that. <laughs> War profiteering is very lucrative. Alrighty, I've made my decision. Okay. Uh, a person receiving funding this week is Eric with Cyberline Marketing. <sighs> yeah, Damn. machine learning. Uh, yeah. Like it's true. <laughs> it's true. It is a high upfront investment, but the subscription service, the even the inevitable apocalypse, I'll be long dead before that happens. <laughs> even if not, I will be living in one of the underground bunkers. So, 
That <laughs> <laughs> just that was <laughs> like my mind immediately went to a very depressing place, which is why I just started laughing because <laughs> this comedy podcast is just like just rubbing Getting right real up, bleak. right rubbing right up on reality. Just <laughs> we're really we're really toeing the line on that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, while I was in favor of the barbershop. Uh, and premise and the werewolf option really did have quite a lot of appeal, especially since it would make you know all the hairy people who don't usually go to your barbershops feel a bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. The fact that we didn't know the existence of werewolves at this point, and we would be lying, and we had just marketed to everyone who was listening <laughs> that we could be distinctly lying uh, made me a little concerned, along with the inevitable uh, deaths that would be on company property with the apocalypse at least everything is destroyed so there's no proof it came from us specifically learning a lot about your ethics today chris oh yeah they're non-existent <laughs> lies are worse than genocide <laughs> <laughs> from a business interest perspective yes i, w- I do have to say, lies i will have to concede that was a, that was a very good uh, arg- <laughs> uh pitch i will say that was Thank you. I yeah. do really like the werewolf barbershop, though. That tickled me so much. And oh my, Corey, I've already got my one plan for next week. And as much as it brings me joy, it's also fucking stupid. I actually had an idea for it uh, uh, as well during this recording, which is pretty sweet. Because, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, uh, let's uh, go on to plugs. If anyone wants to see anything that I have done, Maybe hear things that I have done, though that's extremely small uh, chance of that happening. You can find oh. me on Geekionary Radio on Instagram, G-E-E-K-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y Radio. All one word, no dots, no underscores. I keep it simple. All right. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Albino Wishing Walrus. Haven't been posting a whole heck of a lot lately. I'm working on a, a, a big uh, project for a, a painting competition coming up soon. Um, so I'll be posting more once I can post that and not be disqualified from the competition. Um, but that's where I post things. That's, that's where you can find more of me. Chris. Oh, I'm good. Okay. (laughs) We should, I believe before we end off the show, uh, we need some celebratory music and to, to crown Eric, uh, this week's King of business. Don't worry. Eric usually handles the music at the end of the show. Which, as as, as we heard excellently at the end of last episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here I got this. No, no. And with that, <laughs> no, this has been another episode of Building Brand. As always, I have been Corey. I have been Eric. And I have been Chris. And continue to be Chris. Thank you for listening. King of business. <laughs> Oh, I'm 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 saving that, and that's going to be Chris's intro music every time now. <laughs> ten out of ten. That's great. Boom chicka boom chicka, king of business. <laughs>